Welcome to episode four of this week. I am your host, Allie Rothrock, and today we are going to be talking about sharing your story. Now, if you listened last week on episode three, where we talked about writing, you heard that I'm going to be trying to do as much as I can uh, wearing a shirt that symbolizes, that supports a cause, a nonprofit, um, an issue that I'm really passionate about supporting. So last week we had the Find Them All initiative from the Elizabeth Smart Foundation. Today I am continuing um, the support of that foundation and the shirt is very in keeping with the theme that we're gonna be talking about today. Um, it's the We Believe You shirt supporting sexual assault survivors from the Elizabeth Smart Foundation. So more information on everything that Elizabeth is up to and other ways to support her initiatives will be in the show notes for this episode. So I would like to start today with a quote from Rachel Freed, who wrote this in the Huffington Post in 2010. Telling our stories is not an end in itself but an attempt to release ourselves from them, to evolve and grow beyond them. We tell our stories to transform ourselves, to learn about our history and tell our experiences to transcend them, to use our stories to make a difference in the world, to broaden our perspectives, to see further than normal, to act beyond a story that may have imprisoned or enslaved us, to live more of our spiritual and earthly potential. Now I get asked all the time, what are my tips for sharing your story? Um, people maybe share an experience once in a smaller capacity, then they get asked to, to speak in different places, in different contexts. And I would say probably once a week, I get an email from someone saying, I got asked to do this speaking engagement and I don't know anything about anything and what are your tips? And so I have five tips for sharing your story. Now in this context, I'm talking about sharing your story publicly, but it also can apply to just uh, sharing it one-on-one -on -one with someone. Maybe something happened to you that you have only recently found words for, or you have only recently started to have a desire to share. And that's okay. It's not like we run out of time to share things that happen to us. Um, there is no expiration date on talking about our lives and in sharing our stories. And so um, these five tips kind of apply um, to either sharing it one-on-one -on -one with a, a trusted person or sharing it in more of a public context. So the very first tip for sharing your story that I have, and these are all like learned from experience, things that I wish I would have known before I started sharing my story like 11 years ago. So the very first tip is to be very clear on why you want to share it sharing your story from a place of anger or revenge or trying to get back at someone or to prove a point is always a motivation that's going to let us down. And so the desire to share your story because you don't want to be alone with it anymore, the desire to share your story because you've heard me rambling on for years about the power of stories, um, those are all motivations that are good. Um, but I, I always encourage people, especially if they're gonna be speaking publicly about their story, to be very clear on why you wanna share it and making sure that your motivation is coming from a, a desire to help instead of a desire to hurt. Second tip, this was a big one for me, really wish I would have known this. Think of the questions 
that you don't want to be asked about your story and prepare to answer them ahead of time. So if you think, I'm going to tell my story, here are like the two questions that I really don't want to get asked, especially questions I don't want to get asked in front of a room full of people. Think about what they are ahead of time and either work that answer into your presentation already or think, I'm not going to address this, but if someone asks it, here's what I'm going to say. Because that happened to me many times in the beginning where I went into a presentation thinking, I hope I don't get asked like this one thing that I never want to take to ask because I don't know how to address it. I don't know how to stay sort of emotionally removed from that answer. And also, I don't want to have to think of the words when there's a room full of people staring at me. And I think one of the, the worst questions that, yes, I have actually been asked this. Yes, actually in front of a room full of people, someone raised their hand and asked this question. And I think it's a common fear with trauma survivors is something along the lines of, why didn't you try harder to stop what was happening to you? Why didn't you try harder to change your circumstances? Why did you let those things happen to you? And so I learned to work that answer into my presentation because I didn't want to be asked it. And so I, I just, I, now when I speak, I talk about why it's so hard to, to talk about things and, and all of that. So that was a question I identified um, that I was so sick of being asked and hated being asked. And so I just started answering it ahead of time. And so identify what those things are for you. And also something I learned is if people are asking the same question over and over, like different groups of people, it means you're not being clear enough when you're speaking. And so sometimes like timelines or, or things like that, you know the story, so you think you're being really clear. But there were a couple things in the beginning of me speaking where I just wasn't being clear on this one point. I thought I was, but I wasn't to the audience. And so I had to just go back and be like extra clear on that point. Third tip for sharing your story is to please understand that sharing your story is not therapy. It is not. Sharing your story is actually going to be something that is going to tax your mental health as much as much as it is a positive thing in your recovery. It's easy to see somebody stand up on a stage and people clap and they say you're so brave and all these things. And you might think that is something that's going to help me in my recovery. But for all the clapping and the you're so brave, there is just as much um, disdain that people are going to have for you telling the truth and sharing your story. And so sharing your story is not therapy. You need to make sure that you have a very strong support system around you, um, that you know what self-care works for you. That is very, very, very important. Fourth tip, practice sharing your story in front of people who don't know you and don't know anything about what happened to you. And that will help you find the words for what you wanna say. It will help you figure out what you're comfortable saying because just because you wanna share your story doesn't mean you have to share all the parts of it. You are still able to set boundaries around your experiences. I have learned how to do that. And those boundaries have changed as I've grown away from the trauma that I experienced. And so you, your relationship to your story is allowed to change over time. Um, you're allowed to use different words to share your story. 
as much as I've told my story hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times and as many different aspects as I've shared of it, there are still moments and experiences that I will never talk about publicly just because I don't want to. And that's my right as the storyteller. The story's still true. It's still complete. It's still, you know, everything it happened. But I don't have to share every single thing all the time. I'm allowed to choose the context in which I share my story and I'm allowed to draw boundaries around it in the way that I want to. And so practicing the words that you want to say, thinking about how you want to talk about um, your experiences is really, really important. Fifth tip, big one, big, big one. The value of your story is not tied to people's reaction to it. I'm going to say that again. The value of your story is not tied to people's reaction to it. So you tell your story, people are mad because you tell a truth that's hard to hear. You tell a truth that threatens to upset a system that works really well for some people. That doesn't mean that your story has any less value, that your survivorship is any less real, that your recovery and your lessons learned are any less worthy of sharing. So I'm going to say those five tips again. Be very clear on why you want to share your story. Think of the questions you don't want to be asked ahead of time and either come up with an answer if you are asked or work the answer into your presentation so you're not asked at all. Three, understand that sharing your story is not therapy. You need to be many, many, many therapy sessions, you know, you have those under your belt already. Be in a solid place. Be like at least a year away from that before you start sharing your story in a big public context. Four, practice in front of people who do not know your story. Think about the words that you want to use, the boundaries that you want to set around your experiences. And five, know that the value of your story is not tied to people's reaction to it. This has been episode four of this week. I'm your host, Allie Rothrock. You can listen to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can watch it on IGTV at This Week Podcast. You can watch it on my social medias or my YouTube channel, which is Allie Rothrock. Next week, we are going to be talking about finding your purpose, which is something I get asked a lot. Finding your purpose. So that is going to be next week, episode five of this week. See you then.